0: My beautiful, beautiful people, welcome back to podcast number 11. I know it's not Monday, it's Friday, but like, come on, Friday's the best day of the week. Like, work week is done, we're going to relax, time to sit back, enjoy the sun. Like, there's nothing better than a Friday. I love a Friday. Friday mornings are always slow mornings for me, time to enjoy myself, take a walk. All right. Now I got my lemon iced tea. I just popped some pills for my stomach. It is a great day to start the day. Let me tell you, I am excited for this weekend. It has been cloudy all week, all week. Let me tell you, when I got seasonal depression, I ain't lying. Like, those clouds come around and I'm just like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." like, no personality anymore. Like <laughs> I was like waiting for the energy to come to make this podcast. Cause I felt like all the energy was being sucked out of me because there's no sun in this world. And I live in upstate New York. And let me tell you the sun around here, it ain't so great. It comes around once a year and then it is gone for the next 99.9% of the year and gets a bit depressing up here. So I've gone through my three day, de- three day cloudy day spell and I am ready for the sunshine and the sunshine is arriving this afternoon and I'm so excited And tomorrow, I am escaping the world of social media. You will not see me tomorrow. Because I will be hiking to the top of a mountain to watch the sunset. And I'm so stinking excited. If you know me, you know I am a nature gal. I love to be outside. I love to be in the water. I love to soak up the sun. New York is not the place for me. But upstate New York does have some pretty freaking awesome mountains. And some pretty freaking cool sunsets. So... That is what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm very excited about that. Um, if you don't know who I am, my name is Lauren, and it's very nice to meet you. I am the content creator of Eat Gluten Free With Me. Um, if you aren't already following me on TikTok, which is my main account, uh, my handle is at with Me, and I also have an Instagram account where you can find my daily every move and my stories. I post those literally every day, every second of the day. Um, which is at eat.glutenfree with me. So if you want to keep up with my daily life, you can go follow me there. Or if you want to hear me talk like forever, this is the place for you because, you know, shagirl loves to talk. So what are we talking about today? Well, my celiac friends, we're all here because we have celiac disease, right? Or tummy issues, gluten issues, you know, We are going to talk about how we recover from a celiac flare. And if I were you and I were newly diagnosed, I would be like, thank the Lord. This is exactly what I needed. Because let me tell you, it's taken me six years to develop a protocol for what happens after you get gluten. And I am not perfect. I have many gluten stories, which I will go over in a second. But I am nowhere near perfect. I mess up all the time. I get glutened. Um, that's life. Life is not perfect. No one is perfect. And that's okay. You get glutened, you move on. You might feel sick for a while, but you don't let it consume your life. You don't feel guilty for it. You just push it aside, battle through the pain, and then you come out stronger on the other side. Now, I'm gonna get a little sidetracked here, but I'm not gonna lie, right now it's Thursday night and it's about three fifteen in the afternoon, but I haven't eaten lunch, but I'm like not hungry, but it's like, I don't really know like what kind of meal point I'm at. You know, I eat breakfast and then i was so hungry after breakfast that I had like a second breakfast at like 12, but like I normally eat lunch around like 2.30, so I'm like, do I eat breakfast or do I wait till dinner? But I normally eat dinner at like 7, so I'm like stuck in the middle. Maybe I'll have yogurt, because I want to go to the gym. Anyways, are you enjoying me rant? Because I just like to talk, and I don't really know what to do right now. Let, let's decide what I'm going to eat. Am I going to eat? I think I should, because I'm going to go to the gym, you know? Okay, so I decided I am having a Blake seed-based bar, which they actually just sent to me the other day, and I'm very excited to try this. Because I have never had one before. I'm a granola bar girl. Like, I could sit there and eat a box of granola bars in a day. Um, So, if someone sends me granola bars, you bet your ass that I'm going to be eating them. So, I'm going to try one of those. This one is s'mores. So, I'm very excited to try it. In case you guys want to look these up, they're called Blake Seed Based Bars. Or Blake's Seed Based. That's what it's called. And they are peanut-free, tree-nut-free, milk-free, egg-free, wheat-free... Free, wheat free soy free and sesame seed free. <laughs> wow. Sesame. F- that was a literal tongue twister. I'm not going to go through it again, but they're very allergen friendly. So if you got any allergies, I definitely recommend. Um I just posted them on my story yesterday. So going to try that out and then I think I'm going to have some yogurt, some nice dairy yogurt getting my period about in about like eight days and whenever this happens i go from being like so hungry and craving everything to feeling like nauseous and not wanting to eat so i think i'm at that point in time where i just want to like sip water all day long but that's not going to sustain me is it also i haven't flowed in so long like i love yoga this winter and i got into like handstands and headstands and i was like so flexible i am not a flexible person and i really practice yoga like three or four times a week Got so into it, and then summer came along, and I was like, the last place I want to be is in a yoga room with no windows where I can't see the sun, and I haven't practiced in so long, so I'm so excited to go flow tonight, and I'm probably going to be so tight, but I'm, like, trying to stretch right now. I think I'm so excited. I just need to, like, sweat it out, you know? If you've never done hot yoga before, I highly, highly recommend. It's really fun. Um, it's Your first class is probably going to be miserable, but when, once you get through, like, your first class... It is absolutely incredible after that. That is what I am doing later today. But, anyways, enough about my dilly dallying, like side conversations. Let's get to it now. This is what happens when you leave a work from home girl all alone and she doesn't talk to anyone all day long, and like I have to just talk to somebody now, and you guys are that person. So, but, anyways, let's really get to the conversation we wanna talk about. So, before I go into my routine on how I combat a celiac flare, I want to talk about my many embarrassing gluten contamination stories. Actually, they're not embarrassing. None of them are my fault. It's just hilarious how, like, a restaurant can be like, oh my god, yeah, like, we totally know what celiac disease is, and then they bring me, like, muscles with a literal piece of gluten bread on it, and I'm like, uh, is that gluten-free? And they're like, no. And I'm like, what the heck? So, I just want to go through my funny stories. So, let's start with Tan Popo Ramen. So this was less of a funny story and more of a horror story but i'll talk about it like it was funny so basically i went to this ramen place and i used to go there all the time and they would be like oh here are the options that you can have gluten-free and we have glass noodles that are gluten-free we can promise no cross-contamination blah 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 blah, blah you know and i'm like okay perfect like i'll get the chicken noodle ramen with the gluten-free noodles and she explicitly stated that, like, the pork ramen had gluten in it. She's like, you cannot get the pork ramen. And I'm like, okay, totally fine. So I get my order. I'm, like, eating the bowl. It's so yummy. Um, and then, like, halfway through, I'm like, oh, my God, is that a piece of pork? My friend looks at it, and he's like, oh, shit, like, do you feel okay? I'm like, yeah, I feel, like, totally fine, but I think that's pork. So I just, like, kind of was like, oh, there's no way, like, they would put pork in it. Like, I don't know. So I continued eating it. My friends hung out for like another hour. I started to feel a little bit wonky and kind of like brain foggy, just like kind of like out of it. And I got home and I started, I fell asleep and I woke up and I felt like I got hit by a bus. So basically when I get gluten, my symptoms, it starts like a flu. Like I get the chills and then my chills turn into me feeling really nauseous Really dizzy, really lightheaded. And then it, all of a sudden, it feels like I have to have, like, really bad diarrhea. So I went to the bathroom to go to the bathroom. And I do have really bad diarrhea when it happens. And I was like, oh, shit. And then right as I start to go number two, it starts coming out of my mouth. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, well, what do I do? And um, so I vomited all over myself and on my wall of my bathroom. So clean cleaned myself up. And meanwhile, my parents are asleep and it's like one in the morning. And they're like, what is happening? Like they don't come in for like 15 minutes. So I've been vomiting probably for a good 15 minutes. So I vomit once. And then it is like a free flowing stream, like a waterfall after there's been a heavy rainstorm. Like it is coming out like projectile. Like you put the bowl right back in front of me at that restaurant, you'd have the whole bowl of ramen right in front of you. So that night I vomited for... I think, seven hours straight, like, uncontrollably. I could not lay down without just vomit coming out of my mouth. Like, could not control it at all. I almost thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. It was the most scary experience of my entire life. But funny moment, because I brought my film camera, and we took so many film photos at this restaurant, and I still have them, and, like, I look at them, and we're all like, happy, cheery! And little did I know, that night I was going to absolutely die. Um... That time, I didn't even reach out to the restaurant to say anything. I probably should have told them that they got me sick, but I just never went back again. My experience with calling restaurants afterwards and telling them what happened, they go, oh, do you want a store credit? And I'm like, store credit? Like, you think I'm coming back? Hell nah, sister. I ain't ever coming back. Um, And then I asked for a refund, and they usually say no. So I know that's terrible. They should say yes. But most of the times they always say no because you ate the product already. But, I didn't call back. So, on to the next one. So, this one I kind of touched on a little bit. But, basically, I went to the Spanish restaurant and I got muscles. And, I talked to the server and I was like, hi. Like, I have celiac disease. I went to this restaurant with my parents, not even expecting to eat. So, I was like, if you guys can accommodate me, like, that's okay. And... The manager came over and was like, oh my god, you have celiac disease, like we can 100% accommodate that, like we have people that come all the time with that, no worries at all, we got you covered. And I was like, oh, that's awesome, like I wasn't expecting to even eat. So I got a plate of mussels, and on the menu it said that it came with Christini on top, or I forget how to say it, Christini. it's like a piece of bread. And I was like, just make sure it does not come with that on top, because obviously that has gluten. They're like, yep girl, we got you covered, all set, like they were so, so confident in it, and then when my order came, it came with this massive piece of bread on top of it, and I looked down, and I was like, uh, is that gluten-free, and he was like, no, that's not gluten-free, like, why, why do you need gluten-free, and I was like, oh, I have celiac disease, like, I thought you guys were made aware of that, and he was like, let me go talk to my manager and I guess like no one ever notified the kitchen. So that was absolutely amazing Good thing. I didn't eat the food did not get sick that time. Thank the lord the next one. Um So basically it was christmas time and my boss had given me a present from work and I work at a 100 percent gluten-free and dairy-free facility. So I guess I expected everything in the goodie bag She gave us to be gluten-free because she had never told me that she ever eats gluten. So I was like, oh my god Look at this massive cookie. It was like two inches thick. I was like, holy shit. That is the most delicious looking gluten-free cookie i ever seen. So I get home and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to shove this shit down my throat. So I like ate that so fast. It was really heavy. So I only had half of it. And then same thing happened. I started to feel the chills, nauseous, brain fog. And I was like, oh no. And then the vomiting started another four hours later called my boss. I was like, was that cookie not gluten-free? She was like, oh my god, I freaking forgot to tell you it wasn't. I'm like, literally die. Not actually, but I was like, thank, like, thank you. I really appreciate you giving me a gluten gift. (laughs) I was like, really? Um, This one was kind of funny, actually, uh, this next story. So, basically, I came home, and my mom cooks a lot of gluten-free food for me like I would say my family eats 75% gluten-free and 25% gluten and my dad loves gluten and my sister loves gluten so my mom um made us quiche that night and I caught I got home from work I'd been gone from work since like 7 a.m and it was like 4 p.m now and I saw the quiche out and I was like oh my god yum so I grab a piece of quiche eat it so fast because I'm literally starving My mom comes home and she's like what are you eating? And I'm like the quiche. She's like yours is in the fridge. I'm like what ma? You didn't put a note on it? Because like we're big on like notes like if it's not gluten-free you put a note like not gluten-free. And I'm like oh my god I just had three slices of it. (laughs) And I was freaking out. I like before during this time I had these pills that like I saw on the website that you could like take and it would like not make you not react to gluten they didn't they don't actually do anything I talked about it with my doctor but so I took those like three of them and then I actually had no reaction like literally none I was like whoa this is kind of weird because like quiche is like it's a bit I mean it had crust and everything like it had a bunch of wheat in it but I didn't end up getting any sick and I had three pieces of gluten quiche which was like incredible I was freaking out that I was gonna get so so sick but Thank God I didn't then. And the next story actually happened in Hawaii. I was at a restaurant and I got a dessert. And dessert is always iffy for me because they make dessert ahead of time. It's not made to order usually. And there was like a vegan and gluten-free cake. And, I, and they were like, yeah, cross-contamination, not going to happen. Like, you are okay. I was like, Sweet. So they brought me the cake and I ate it and then I was driving home and I started to feel really nauseous. I was like, fam, you got to pull over. I'm about to yak in this rental car. And so I couldn't, it wasn't coming up. Like it was just so, I was so nauseous and I was like, just drive really fast so we can go home. <laughs> so we got home and I just literally got in bed and fell asleep and we called the restaurant and they were like, oh yeah, we have cross-contamination with, like, the knives that we use. Like, we probably cut it with a gluten cake and then use the same knife to cut the gluten-free cake. And I was like, you literally promised me. You promised. Like, when you promise, girl, I'm going to listen to you. So, now I've lost my lack of trust with um every restaurant I go to. But, um yeah, vomited that time, too. And then the most recent one was actually my own fault. Um happened about two weeks ago. I was at a Lumineers concert, and... My friends were drinking, and I don't drink, but my friend was like, you are really going to like this, because like, I love iced tea. So, if you're going to tempt me with iced tea, I'm probably going to say yes. So, it was like an Arnold Palmer iced tea, and I'm like, okay, yeah, let me try it. So, I try it, and I'm like, wow, this is really good. Like, literally didn't taste like any alcohol. I hate the taste of alcohol. So, I was like, you know what, pour me a glass. I'll be crazy tonight. <laughs> so, I started drinking it, and I didn't really drink a lot, and then I was like, Shit. I didn't even freaking check if it was gluten-free. Like, in my head, I'm like, vodka, iced tea, equals gluten-free. But I'm like, oh, shit, I should check anyways. And I was too embarrassed to ask to look at the bottle, so I just, like, search it on my phone. And I'm like, oh, my God, guys. And they're like, what? And I'm like, that has gluten in it. <laughs> and they're like, what? How? And I'm like, it's made from a malt. Like, that's gluten. And I was, like, freaking out because I thought I was going to get so sick. And, like, I'm, the concert didn't even start yet. And I'm like, oh, my God, like... I'm just panicking, and I have anxiety now, and I don't want to be vomiting at this concert and people thinking I'm, like, wasted when really I'm just getting sick because I got gluten contaminated, and, um, so I waited a little bit, and I was just, like, trying to control and calm myself down, and then, um, I didn't have a single reaction, nothing. I woke up feeling so morning skinny the next day. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, am I not allergic to gluten? But I'm thinking that since it was, like, not actual bread or not, like, a carb. Like, carbs bother me a lot. Like, gluten-free bread bothers me. Gluten-free baked goods bother me. I'm thinking, like, maybe since it wasn't, like, gluten bread, gluten crust, like, that's why it didn't bother me. But it was so weird. I didn't have a reaction. And I will never be drinking it again, though. Um, And I probably won't drink for a really long time now (laughs) because I'm scarred. So just know if you're going to have an Arnold Palmer spiked iced tea it is not gluten free and I doubt twisted teas are gluten free I don't think Mike's hard lemonades are gluten free like all of that shit has wheat in it somehow some way and that's freaking crazy because I don't think there should be gluten in alcohol but that's just the way it is oh my god I just thought of another time I got gluten contaminated so I'm in New York City about to go get a colonoscopy and me and my mom go out for drinks and I got a um, vodka lemonade and literally just vodka and lemonade, and they put some like red stuff in it, and I was just like, I don't know what that is, but like, why would it bother me? So me and my mom had already gone out to dinner. We get home, we go to bed. It's like three in the morning. I wake up and I get that nauseous, brain fog, dizzy feeling, and I'm already started my colonoscopy prep, so I'm literally shitting my brains out, and I'm like, sh- I'm like going to the bathroom so much that I'm getting really lightheaded, and then all of a sudden i just vomit like my entire dinner up my entire like everything i ate that day just comes out while i'm having my colonoscopy prep and i'm shitting myself like out of my ass i'm like liquid coming out of my butt vomiting out my mouth (laughs) my mom comes in she's wearing like her nightgown and she's like what the hell is happening I like literally can't even tell you how funny it was like in the moment I actually thought I was gonna die because I'm like there's no liquids in me like it's coming out one end and out the other and it's it was absolutely so funny to think about it now my mom like threw me the trash can and I filled that trash can in like three minutes like to the top and then I was like there's no room left in the trash can I have to keep vomiting on the floor and it was so bad so Be really careful with drinks, because I think the red stuff they put in my drink actually had gluten in it, because I didn't eat anything that would have had gluten in it um, during the day, so that was a really funny story, and then the next day, I was, like, absolutely wiped. My doctor was like, are you okay? I'm like, I can barely stand right now. Like, there is nothing in my body. You are going to see the clearest colonoscopy you've ever seen in your entire life. So I'm sure there's more cross-contamination stories that I could go over, but those are some of the core memories of my celiac life, and I hate those memories, but they're also funny to think about now. but i try to prevent cross-contamination the best that i can but it's always enviable sometimes let's talk about ways that we can feel better after we have a terrifying gluten experience contamination story so the first step that i always try to remember and this is directly after i consume gluten is to remain calm and this is something that when I had my last cross-contamination story when I just had that twisted and palmer, I started to freak out and then I was in my head, I was like, Lauren, you need to calm down. Because stress is a huge inflammation trigger. If you are going to stress your body out and you're gonna cause stress in your head, it's going to automatically affect your gut because there's mind-gut connection. If you cause yourself a lot of stress, like through work, through life, through relationships, through thinking about how am I gonna react by eating this gluten? It's automatically going to make your gut be more inflamed and it can cause your reaction to gluten to be even more severe than if you were to remain calm. So in these moments where I calm really consumed with stress, I try to always practice deep breathing. Now, just deep breathing when you don't do it often may not actually help because your body isn't used to like, oh what are you doing? Why are you taking all these deep breaths and won't really know how to take that? That's something that I learned when I was going to therapy. They were like you need to get in the rhythm of practicing deep deep breathing every single day in order for your body to actually to be able to use it when you're in a situation where you're stressed. That is why I started practicing yoga a lot because during yoga you're focusing on your breathing and how your breathing is connected to your mind-body movements and that has become really important for me and has helped me through so many stressful times that i've been through lately If you come in a stressful time and you are able to mitigate that stress you may be able to decrease your reaction to gluten and in my last situation when i did have that um, gluten contamination with the arnold palmer i didn't have any reaction and i was able to bring my stress down so much by just trying to live in the moment and trying to be like if i get a reaction it's okay then i'll go home but if not like have fun just forget about it for right now that's exactly what i did and i didn't have any reaction which blew my mind i'm not saying like deep breathing and making being calm was the only thing that affected that because that couldn't have been the case but it is a part of it now some people have medication to take after they have been contaminated with gluten and i know i touched on this a little bit within the beginning of this podcast Celiac.org had this ad and it was basically a medicine that was like, if you've been exposed to gluten and you've eaten gluten and you have celiac disease, you take these pills and basically it's supposed to lessen your reaction to gluten when you consume it. It's supposed to help your small intestine heal. I used to take those like nothing else because I would be like, oh my God, I'm a little bit bloated. I think I got contaminated and I would just pop those pills um, then I ended up seeing a specialist at New York Presbyterian Hospital. They specialize in celiac disease and my father brought up these pills to the doctor and she said she did not recommend them, so I do not recommend them for you guys. Um I don't specifically remember what she said on why she didn't recommend them, but I do remember her saying that they're not going to help you in any way. And I didn't really find that they helped me. Um I would think I would just take them for ease of mind. And I think it might be a little bit of a marketing scam because if you, if there's, let's be real, there's no pill that's going to make, you know, your it's not going to stop your celiac disease. It's not going to stop when you eat gluten. It's not going to take all your symptoms away. There's no pill that you can take to make all your bloating go away. All of that stuff is marketing scams. And I think I got kind of hooked into that scam because I was like, take away my gluten symptoms. Like that sounds really nice. Um, but she didn't recommend them. So if a specialist is telling me not to take them, then I'm going to tell you guys not to take them either. So if you're seeing any ads for those type things, I would definitely stay away from those. Now, there are more natural ways to help with your symptoms when you do get gluten, which is what I'm going to go into now. Step three is to sip on ginger tea, turmeric tea, or sometimes it's ginger and turmeric tea. Um, So why would you do this? Uh, So ginger is known to help With nausea, so when I get gluten contaminated, I get very nauseous and it's very uncomfortable. Um, So sipping on ginger tea, not chugging, sipping because you probably have an upset stomach, will help that nausea and will help that go away. You can also take little um, ginger chewies; those also help with nausea. So ginger is the main ingredient that helps with nausea, um, and I always use that if I'm feeling a little bit nauseous. But um, turmeric is also a really important natural ingredient, and it helps fight inflammation. So recently, I've had an IBS and a celiac flare-up. And so basically how it works when you have IBS and celiac, from what I've um, come to discover, is that when I have an IBS flare-up, it causes my celiac symptoms to come out. So when people are like, why are you still having celiac symptoms when you eat gluten-free? It's because if I eat something that triggers my IBS, it automatically triggers my symptoms for my Crohn's disease and my celiac disease, and then it flares all at once. So it's a little bit more challenging, but what I noticed is that if I have a flare-up and I drink ginger and turmeric tea in the morning with lemon, it'll help my stomach so much. So what my little mocktail is, is I will get a margarita shaker, and I will tell you why, um, and I will fill that with ice and a little bit of lemon juice. I would say like a tablespoon of lemon juice. Then I'll get a, um, a mug, and I'll fill that up with hot water. Just from the sink, and I have these little ginger and turmeric cubes that I put in the freezer. So I did this because I had a lot of ginger and turmeric that I wasn't using. So I basically put the ginger and turmeric in a blender with water and I blended it up until it was really smooth and liquidy. And I popped that in an ice cube tray and um, I made ice cubes out of my ginger and turmeric. So I'll put it in the hot water. And then I will pour, once those little ice cubes melt, I'll pour that right into the margarita shaker and shake it all up with the ice, and it will make that ginger, turmeric, liquid all cold with the lemon juice. And then I pour that directly. I strain it so there's no, like, ginger and turmeric particles in my drink, but I strain that right into a cup, and then I have a little ginger gi- ginger, turmeric, and lemon juice mocktail, and it helps my stomach so much. Like, before I drink anything else in the morning i always have my ginger turmeric little iced tea because it hydrates me it makes me feel refreshed and it makes me feel amazing and it helps my stomach a lot now if you're already vomiting because of your gluten contamination i don't recommend that you sip on anything like your stomach's probably going to be really upset so the main thing here is listen to your what your body wants if if you're noticing that you're nauseous and you haven't started vomiting yet you can like take a little ginger um chewy or you can sip on some ginger tea. But if you're vomiting already, don't try to consume anything because it's just going to come right back up and you might aggravate your stomach a little bit more. So step number four is to let your stomach rest. After After you have contaminated yourself with gluten, you don't want to eat for a couple hours. This doesn't mean you're never going to eat again. This just means give yourself three or four hours for your stomach to rest and to let that inflammation kind of rock its way out and figure itself out a little bit but say you've ate gluten and you feel fine and you're hungry then listen to your body and if you're hungry then eat like you know it's all about listening to how you feel but if you're feeling sick and unwell don't force yourself to eat don't force anything down because um i mean i don't know what everyone's symptoms when contamination happens is different but if i force myself to eat and i'm feeling nauseous i already know i'm going to vomit all of that back up it's good to let your digest digestive tract rest a little bit after consuming gluten um because it's just been through a lot of um inflammation through consuming that gluten The next step that I'm gonna discuss is step five. Um, I focus on eating an anti-inflammatory diet and really focusing on soothing foods. Basically, when you consume gluten, it causes an inflammatory reaction in your small intestine. So when eating foods, you wanna make sure you're trying to minimize that inflammation as much as you can. And the way that I try to do this is through an anti-inflammatory diet. If a food is anti-inflammatory, that is also known as low FODMAP. Basically, when you eat a food, it's not just considered anti-inflammatory. It's anti-inflammatory at different portion sizes and all of this jazz. Um, So it takes a little bit to get used to the diet and to know what foods you can consume and at what portion levels. In order to figure this out, I bought an app called Monash University. And you can literally type in any vegetable, any product, and it literally brings up if it's low FODMAP or not. And at what portion size you can eat that product to be considered low FODMAP. Again, as I just mentioned, because you could just consume gluten, your small intestine has been through a lot by coming in contact with gluten, and you want to focus on nourishing it, not causing it more aggravation. So by consuming highly processed goods like products high in sugar, spicy foods, greasy foods, um, inflammatory vegetables, that is going to cause more aggravation and more inflammation in your gut, and that is exactly what we want to avoid. If you wanna find more about the anti-inflammatory diet um, when it comes to autoimmune diseases or the low FONMAP diet, you are welcome to look that up on Google. But basically, I can list a couple of things that I find really soothe my stomach. Um, Again, I already mentioned turmeric. When it comes to frying anything or sauteing food, always make sure to use extra virgin olive oil. Salmon and fish is really soothing on the stomach when you're coming out of a gluten contamination situation and I find that it's super soothing on my stomach. I I find that in terms of fruit, blueberries tend to be really good on my stomach. I always focus on drinking a lot of liquids, whether that's green tea, black tea, um, or just water with lemon and turmeric and ginger as I discussed before. Leafy greens are also good but you want to make sure that you are fully cooking through your vegetables because that that, um, breaks down your veggies a lot for your stomach so that I won't have to focus on digesting those really hearty foods. So I will usually stick to spinach. Kale is a little harder for your body to digest so I recommend sticking away from that when you're coming out of a celiac flare. Avocados are really good. If you're going to eat fruit, I recommend sticking to berries because those are tend to be low FODMAP compared to things like apples and bananas um if you want a sweet if you have a sweet tooth after your contamination i would stick to dark chocolate in terms of grains you know the best grains that seem to not bother my stomach but everyone's different i know but for me it seems to be quinoa is really light and good on my stomach and in terms of protein i try to try to stick to really lean non-greasy protein like chicken ground turkey ground chicken again i mentioned fish um tofu is good on your stomach as well but I would stick away from red meat for the time being and any greasy burgers greasy fried chicken and stuff like that and spicy things like stay away from like sriracha and anything that can cause more upset and more aggravation in your tummy Another food that I find really soothing is seaweed. I know some people don't like seaweed, but like I'll take a piece of salmon and roll that up in seaweed with a little avocado. You can do the Emily, whatever, I forget her last name from TikTok. You can make her little um, salmon rice bowl thing with the seaweed. That's always good on your tummy too. Now, the last step, which is step number six, has to do with moving your body and working out. When you go through a time where you have consumed gluten, your body is in a high state of inflammation and I think it's best, I've done my research, I've been told by doctors and nutritionists to avoid high intense workouts or HIIT workouts, um, sprint running, anything strenuous like CrossFit, Orange Theory, um, around me we have a metabolic fitness uh any like high intensity spin classes i t- i find that those are all high intensity workouts that during your time of recovery you should be avoiding again these workouts tend to cause a lot of inflammation in your body which is already going to delay the process of your gut being able to heal as well as may cause a higher intensity of a reaction um, on top of what you already are experiencing in order to be able to recover the fastest um, I try to do yoga, low impact workouts. So yoga, Pilates, even just doing the stair climber it doesn't get my heart rate as much up as much as like doing sprints and running would do. Um, also, get those hot girl walks and guys. Like walks are killer. You know, if you go on a long walk, it really one has the ability to change your mindset and just refresh your brain as well as just being a great low impact workout for your body to do. My favorite low-impact workout that I don't get to do enough is surfing because I don't live near an ocean, but if that is something that you have available to you, that is a great low-impact workout as well. Um, All of these workouts allow you to repair your gut and have most most of your energy go towards repairing your gut and while being active as well, which is great for you because you want to be active. You don't want to just sit in bed and lounge around because that is going to cause you to feel kind of drowsy and kind of like, eh. So it's great to get your body up and moving those are my six steps that i recommend doing and that i do myself in order to feel better after celiac flare obviously it's always good to mention that everybody's body is different what works for me may not work for you everything has to be tweaked a little bit a little bit when it comes to everyone's personal health journey and when it comes to feeling their best so you can take those six steps and modify it um in a way that's going to make you heal fastest and make you feel the best. I think a follow-up question that many people would probably ask me is how long does it take you to feel better after your celiac contamination? And honestly that's hard to answer because it depends on multiple factors. Um, It depends how sensitive you are to gluten, how much gluten you ate, and if you went through the past six steps that I talked about. Um, if I do all those six steps that I just discussed, my healing period it can range, honestly. It can range from feeling better after one day of having barely any symptoms, or if I consumed a lot of gluten, it can take up to two weeks or an entire month to feel better. And I know that sounds a little bit scary, but you know, eating gluten when you have celiac disease really does cause a lot of damage to your body, and to be able to recover from that takes a long time important thing to remember is to be patient and be calm and you will feel better soon and it's so important to remember that you know one slip up one mess up one bad day is in an entire bad year it's just a mistake and that's okay i'm here to tell you that you will feel better and you just have to keep that positive mindset keep in your head like this too shall pass it will be better i will feel better you just have to really grind and keep that positive mindset it really does make a difference so i wanted to provide a sample day of what i would eat after i had consumed gluten on accident or yeah so like a day of eating after i had gluten contamination so let's start off with breakfast some people are going to be against this but i'm an egg girl eggs sit so well with me so i will usually do about like three scrambled eggs depending on my hunger maybe two and I always like to add a green veggie in there because those seem to sit very well with my stomach. So I'll usually start off with two to three scrambled eggs and about a cup of sauteed spinach. And as you know, spinach gets down really tiny. You'll put an entire bag in the saute pan and then it will scrunch down to literally nothing. So a cup or two of sauteed spinach with some pine nuts and with some sun-dried tomato. On top of that, I'll do a little bit of sliced avocado. Say you can't have eggs, you can remove the eggs and have some ground turkey with pesto in it. That seems to sit very well with me as well. Um, I try to stay away from heavy dairy, um, like probably yogurt. Maybe you could have almond milk yogurt, um, but stay away from like coffee creamers, stuff like that. That's kind of high in sugar and might bother your stomach. Um, I also stay away from oats because those tend to bother my stomach as well and anything high Um, high fruit, high carb, is also inflammatory. So um, I've been having a lot of celiac and IBS flares lately, and my go-to breakfast has been two scrambled eggs, a cup of sauteed spinach, and half a banana drizzled with almond butter and rock account nibs. And that seems to just like do the trick for me. Like that seems to make me feel really well. And if I'm still feeling hungry after, um, I might have a slice of toast with avocado and tomato nutritional yeast Salt, pepper, and lemon juice. Something just very soothing, something simple, something very nutrient-dense and very natural. Now when it comes to lunch, my go-to lunch that has been making my stomach feel absolutely amazing is sliced turkey. And you put basil, um, so you'll have the sliced turkey, you'll put basil on top of the turkey and then you roll it up and i eat that with a piece of hard swiss cheese so hard cheese is actually lower in lactose and lactose is what bothers people's stomach when they have a dairy intolerance so hard cheese is more likely going to sit better with an upset stomach um or you can do the sliced turkey with basil on a lettuce wrap with half an umripe banana and some peanut butter if you didn't already have that for breakfast I find that if I have a peanut butter and a banana for breakfast, then I usually can't eat it again for lunch because it's too much. Um, it's like map stacking. It's like fruit on top of fruit. And if you know what map stacking is, it just means... You're having a lot of sugar in one day and that causes my stomach to be upset. Again, for lunch, you want to stay away from anything really high carb because that will cause inflammation. Anything very greasy and spicy like sriracha, burgers, fries, milkshakes, chicken tenders, coffee creamers, sugary Starbucks drinks, um, really sweet iced teas, stuff like that. Um, So for dinner, uh, I will usually stick to grilled fish after I get gluten contaminated because it's so, so soothing on my stomach. Like white fish is so easy for your body to digest and it's so nutrient dense. So I'll stick to something like tuna, halbit, sole, codfish, salmon. And um, I'll pair that with an anti-inflammatory vegetable like bok choy. And if I want a grain, a half cup of quinoa with some grated parm on that. Um, Parmesan cheese, again, is very low in lactose and lactose is, again, what bothers your stomach if you have an intolerance. So it's not gonna cause a lot of inflammation in your stomach just for some little extra flavor on the quinoa. Um, And I can usually do like quinoa, parm cheese, and then uh, lemon juice is really yummy as well. Say you feeling very fruity and you want a dessert. Um what I will normally stick to is just a couple squares of chocolate like almond, almond dark chocolate which is my favorite from endangered species. I freaking love that chocolate brand and it's certified gluten-free. You want to stick to very natural foods, nothing highly processed like ice cream, chocolate mousses, cakes, cookies. Um stick to like fruit if you want a dessert, like banana, berries, um maybe some coconut whipped cream. That's very light on your stomach. I would probably stay away from, um, anything high in dairy like whipped cream because it's a lot of high in dairy. Um, so yeah. That is an example of kind of my anti-inflammatory diet that I would stick to the day after getting contaminated and maybe, maybe the day after, maybe the week after, maybe the whole month to, to the point where I feel better and my stomach feels back to its normal self. And I was just on the I Am app and I read a couple of affirmations that like really sat with me and I feel like are really relevant to this podcast, um... So I'm going to read you a couple. So this first one is, I am grateful for the inner strength that has gotten me this far in life. Remember how strong you are. Remember all the times that you've overcome getting cross-contamination and you will be able to overcome this next challenge that's put in your way. I know in the moment it seems really stressful and it seems really challenging, but you will overcome it. Whenever I get stressed out, I always try to remember that in two weeks, this will all be over. I won't be stressed anymore. I will be feeling better. And to just kind of put it aside and remember how strong you are as a person. So with that, I am going to say goodbye to you now. If you would be so kind and write a review on if you're liking these podcasts and if you're helping you, that would be absolutely amazing. And if you have any podcast episodes that you want me to cover, please send them to me in a DM on Instagram and I would gladly devote an entire podcast to you and I'll give you a shout out and everything. So... Yeah, I would appreciate that so much. And again, if you're not already following me on Instagram, it's at eat.glutenfreewithme. And on TikTok, um, where I post every day, is at, at eatglutenfreewithme. Okay, love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Have an amazing, amazing weekend. Love you guys.